0: Well, what is it? Welcome to the Tonight with Waystand podcast. I'm Andy <laughs> Mitten and I'm walking up Tottenham High Road towards the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's a beautiful sunny day at the end of October and yeah, it's nice to be walking to a football game. First time United fans have been in this stadium and I'm walking by myself but I heard some lads talking about completing the 92, going to all 92 Football League grounds and uh, I just couldn't resist interrupting, I wasn't being rude there, lads, but when, when I heard uh, you need to go to Harrogate and Barrow, I thought, <laughs> but then, and the Reds as well, sort of gauge the Northern Actions, in fact, they're from
1: Manchester, um, tell us, you came down today? Yeah, south at seven, drove down, weather was horrendous, so I'm glad it's dried up was a it? bit, coming down, yeah, weather was awful, visibility on the motorway was garbage, but yeah, so. and you said you've been lucky in the ballot to get away tickets so far this year yeah 5 out of 5 then we got rejected for Watford yesterday and Watford's one of the ones he needs for his 92 so he's fuming <laughs> um, well we're walking up to the stadium now doesn't look bad does it uh, it's unreal it is unbelievable they've done a great job haven't they I hope just... it's like a proper football ground not like West Ham
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah just a minute each on how you all feel about United at the moment and a prediction for today I don't know. I'd, I'd never boo the manager. I'd never turn on the manager or the team. I just think booings for 12 year olds. Uh, Something's got to give with the team. I think today he's got to just take Ronaldo out, take Fernandez out because they've been out of form. Chuck Lingard in, Chuck Cavani in, drop Maguire and Shaw because they've been bang average. I think the, and then last weekend was just, don't get any worse, does it? Like that was worse than the sixth 1. Like I think it was because we were played off the park for 90 minutes so badly, but. I don't know. We'll have my backing as long as he's in charge, and I don't, I don't really want Conte anywhere near. So <laughs> there's no better option. You'll all be listening to this after the game, so we don't
0: know whether you're going to be in a good mood or, or a bad mood. It's like five or six days after Liverpool um, winning five 0 at Old Trafford. I still can't believe we're saying that. Yeah. How's this be, this week been for you, and, and yeah. how are you feeling about?
2: Just want mind? to see some fight from the players, really. Just don't think we've seen it all season no fight, nothing like no work rate or anything like that. Just what's he yeah. Yeah. someone working <laughs> that's Remember. about it really so
0: you, you're putting it on the players as yeah. well it's, it's not bit, just the manager
2: a bit, I, I mean I don't from Solskjaer i do not not really see anything t- tactical or anything it's just no way of playing or anything like that that's one thing but then the players as well no passion no fight nothing yeah. I find it weird
1: we've gone from performing really well in big games and then he's ripped that up like we can compete with these teams but it's still, if you add had three new players into a starting eleven, it's still a new team like, when we went City away and stuff like that, and we were getting these like 1-0, 2-0s, at them on the counter defending solidly, and he just seems to have given that up this year, and it felt like after Leicester, because we went down to Leicester and then Atalanta first half, it felt like it was a game to go free at the back last weekend, and I think we were just too open and they're, they're a good side, as horrible as it is, like they're a prop. they're just a proper team, they look like a team, we've got We've got the makings of of a good team, but it just, it's not, something's not clicking. So, yeah, it's just, it was painful last week, but hopefully today we'll be all right. How are you
0: feeling about United at the
1: moment?
2: Just a bit rocky, innit? (laughs) Everyone, there's just too many opinions, um, all like conflicting each other. Are Uh, you, yeah, yeah, how do you feel about Oli? I'll back him, Um, because he's proven like last season this is just a weird rocky patch at the minute i think like yeah you go through that don't you yeah
0: where are you all from you lads i've stopped myself Stockport? yeah Denton. Denton. Gorton. Can can have some predictions for today please one one i reckon genuinely i just that's where my heart lies with a one one i think you said gorton i interviewed nicky but a few weeks ago and part in part of it he said that gorton was mainly blue and a few lads i know took exception to that you're from there yeah um, it's
2: predominantly blue yeah but i'll wear my red shirt out and about i <laughs> uh, think don't know why Nuno team thinking nil nil cancel each other out just depends if what, what again what lineup we put out and if he worked on anything in it actually actually in training but yeah we'll see i got to say, the predictions before
0: Liverpool last week, the most popular one was three once United, and <laughs> <laughs> mine was nil-nil. Well, my, my, I said three-nil
2: last week. Three-nil, three-nil loss, yeah. Well,
1: that's what I was saying last week. But. I, think, I think they're going to kill us on the counter. Today We've been so bad defending the counter, and Kane, Son and Moura, it's their dream. Like that's, that's when Spurs are at the best with M3, so I, I think the best we can hope for is a drab nil-nil like we normally have against <laughs> Wolves oh we'll get beat 2-0 and kill us on the counter and then just defend for 80 minutes after going 2-0 up early doors i you know s- that's you really still enjoy
0: the, you still enjoy the away days because you, you you're three mates you still have oh, yeah, a yeah. good day out
1: yeah red, Ar- red Army's red armies is good now though yeah now we're at like, home been, games yeah we've yeah. been in there for three years haven't yeah. we? we've pretty much done every yeah. game i think we've been we've got in in every game somehow yeah on the ballots and that and that's that's better than the away. sometimes some of these aways like you know tickets are just going to the wrong people and i still think we've got the best away support going but um yeah I, you can't beat it like yeah we might get beat but you're out with your mates having a good oh, yeah. time like especially after 18 months of not being able to do anything so that's why we've made sure we've applied for every single away this year just made sure we're in it and trying to get there and you can't beat it following United can you really
0: and tickets are capped at £30 I think that's real progress I can remember 10 years ago we were kicking off because Fulham and Birmingham who were not glamorous sides were charging £52, 55 quid. so I can remember paying 30 quid for Chelsea in the mid-90s for a seat there so it, it does seem like progress and obviously more can be made but I think the Red Army
1: and the atmosphere that that brings as well yeah. it's really good isn't it oh, Red Army's class because like, we, we were all dotted around the yeah. stadium so I sat on my own he sat on his own and there was a couple of lads who sat together but most of us were literally in every part of the ground and now there's like between 8 and 10 of us are going to stand together every game and you're with your mates and you have moments like them last minute Ronaldo winners and that comeback against Atalanta and it, it, it's 10 times better with your mates than being sat first tier in North Stand with a bloke who sat on his phone having a conversation about his work like and like just gone 3-2 up mate with a 2-0 down are you watching do you know what I mean so yeah it's Red Army's class and like I'm not like I couldn't even imagine how much work they put into that so fair play to them because I think it's working as well personally not the only ones benefiting from it so yeah you hear that from the players in Solskjaer don't you like it's, it is. I spoke to
0: Solskjaer after the Atalanta game and, and he yeah, name so check uh, just... big old
1: Pete yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> thing he's not
0: big <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> that's the thing with Solskjaer as well though and he knows everything about the club so like I, I, he, I, how anyone could ever turn on him anyway after what he did as a player like just back him like booing isn't going to help anyone just demoralises everyone further and you end up conceding another five next week like what's the point in booing I I don't get it personally
0: I'm going to go into the ground now I should also say that I got told off for not mentioning J-Stan support last week by uh, Pat and um, (laughs) yeah he was quite right J-Stan sounded really good Uh, the Calypso was going in there for, for the Derby game so cheers lads no worries the last post because this is the fixture at Tottenham's ground closest to the 11th of November as an aside if you ever go to the Menning Gate in Ypres in uh, Belgium it's incredible to hear the last post played there so i in the new Tottenham Stadium best stadium in the league first time United fans have been here 3,000 reds Huge, huge match. 3 5 2, 5 3 2, Manchester United. They're here, Varan's back, Lindelof, Maguire, Shaw, Wambasakas, Tomane, Fred, Fernandez, Cavani, and Ronaldo. Honestly, I was asked to put my team forward four days before the game. That's the exact team. Never been asked from a team before, probably never be asked again. Well, there you go. So um, I'm going to buy some lottery tickets after this. Then again, if United lose. um, Clearly me with zero experience. Not worth listening to. Huge game this. I really feel United cannot afford to lose again. The game started and you can hear reds in the corner. Big game for Spurs as well. deep sigh I'm nervous here I really am so there's 50, 61 minutes gone and United fans are singing Ollie's at the wheel and United are winning 1-0 I have really really hope that Spurs don't score a goal as I'm recording uh, because remember what happened when I was doing the Everton podcast a few weeks ago but honestly so far so good for United the system's working really well Playing well. It's a, it's a fragile confidence sis, because of what we've been through. But after an hour, we're leading 1-0. Amazing goal from Ronaldo. Brilliant goal from Bruno. Really encouraging performances all over the pitch. who've just have been so poor. Um, are playing well and Ron has been getting forward, defending well too, Fred's played well. Scott McTominay's running away the ball now. Maguire's improved, the Rands are better off in the defence. He has not had much to do. Uh, Cavani definitely gives United something, partly because he's like grafts his nuts off. You can you hear behind me now. So the singing always at the wheel. Really hope, old, really, really old. Just Obviously, you want United to win every game, but just, just such a big win this. 2 0 to Manchester United. I stopped recording too early there. Listen to the roar because that was fantastic. Ollie's clapping away there. He's been much more vocal. And Cavani, he's the king. Look at him. He's what a head. What a head.
3: Second goal for Manchester United
0: scored in the 64th minute What a head. What a what a man. Look at that. What a man! That's a brilliant goal, brilliant goal, brilliant. Look how he kept his line there, kept his line, Cavani. Stayed on side. He did that at Everton last year. Oh, you can hear eh? it. Three thousand fans singing. There's a Uruguay flag in the middle of it. <laughs> Look at that. we're singing about the King of Uruguay. Listen to this. <laughs> My god, what a joy to smile again. So it's Tottenham Nil, Manchester United, 385 minutes gone. Marcus Rashford has just finished an Namany Matic pass and run straight to the away end. This is brilliant and about time too.
3: Third goal for Manchester United. It's the sixth minute from number ten, Marcus Rashford.
0: I just feel relief to be honest. It's been a really difficult week. And here's the United then singing Ole Ole Ole. I'm into this United formation, totally. Catenaccio United. <laughs> Why not? You know okay.
3: are the, you know the it's good. Enough. Okay. So I'm, I'm on
0: the pitch after the game um, with Niels Johan. Um, and he was um, Oli Gunnar's manager for the Norwegian national team and we've both been working today for TV and you've just been chatting to Oli, he was very happy, now?
3: He was very happy, of course, so I, th- I think this was a 100% performance after that, uh, the last game against Liverpool and what, yeah, you know, the pressure this week and everything that has been uh, said and uh, written and uh, so much uh, criticism and... and I think he and uh, the squad really uh, fought back and um, today they uh, were far, far away the, the best team. They started a little bit nervous, I think, the first five or ten minutes uh, trying to feel how this game was going to be, but uh, after they got the first goal, they controlled the game, they made three excellent goals. and. Yeah, I think the, the, the defensively, where they have been very open, I think, in some games. The Leicester the game, the Liverpool game, and also some of the other games, especially in the Champions League. Very, very open, giving a lot of uh, space away, and also giving a lot of goals away. So today they were so tight, so tight, working so hard. You saw the little thing with Bruno Fernandes playing in defense, like an extra third midfielder working very, very hard down and getting more the free roll when they attacked. And and at the end also these three goals, excellent goals. And uh, Fernandes involved, uh, Ronaldo involved, Cavani involved, and all those goals are um, top international level.
0: I got lucky predicting this um, lineup today. I've never it's never happened to me before, but I have absolutely no qualifications to talk about tactics to your level. You've been an international manager, so you tell me what does the five-three-two-three-five-two system? Why does that work for a team like United? Was, because I, I, as I understood it, United wanted to stop conceding goals. Yeah. They've been conceding too many. Yeah. And they felt that by putting Ronaldo and Cavani up front, they had two world-class strikers who had a higher probability of finishing. And obviously they needed the other players to raise the game. And with McTominay and Fred having the the security of another defensive player behind, how do you see
3: it? Now, you know, when you play with five at the back, you cover the whole pitch. For example, if uh, teams are trying to switch the game uh, quick, then you always have five instead of four. So it's much more difficult than to make a uh, two-way-one situation, or situation where you can uh, um, bring in good crosses in the box. So uh, so playing with five gave them uh, gave them that. And also even you have three centre-backs defending very well in the box. I think uh, Manchester uh, United hasn't defended well enough in the box in the, the recent game. You no, know, they have three excellent... Uh, uh, center backs in there that was very very sharp today they were very concentrated and they got into it and won their duels in the box and uh, Harry, Harry Kane you couldn't see him at the pitch at all uh, Son made some trouble for them because he, he's so quick and also going in the in the deep but they were more or less uh, I think uh, totally tight and they had these three as I said in front of, the, of, the, of those five, with uh, Fernandes doing a lot more defensively than he used to do, and like and Fred getting help from him, then it, and more solid and up front two strikers. That Cavani always worked hard. Ronaldo uh, doesn't run that much, but today he tried to to, uh, to back Cavani and, and work together, both offensively and, and defensively. So, uh, uh, and I think, uh, yeah, they found out it Fernandes. Uh, Ronaldo and um, and Cavani also on the office, especially when they got these uh, counter attacks and they got some space. They combined very, very very well.
0: So you know what a good striker looks like and a bad striker because you were the man who took Ronnie Johnson from being a forward to being a defender <laughs> when he was a young man. Yeah, you've uh, obviously managed Olle Gunnar what do you make of Cavani's contribution what does he bring to this Manchester United team
3: you know we always got 100 percent from Cavani he works so hard you know it's so difficult to play him because he's so tough in going into going into the box you have to always be aware uh, behind your shoulder because he's coming he's strong in the air and he he's tough and he's also giving 100 percent. and you know that's important for a team I think to have a striker that works so hard because then you can also lift the other players around him. That means that also Ronaldo can, must work harder. So, uh, no, today I think it was more or less, um, this game was more or less perfect for Manchester United, if you look at it. 3-0, clean sheet, not giving chances away. Three very, very good goals. You go into that uh, dressing room with a lot of confidence after being uh, nailed on, uh, against Liverpool.
0: Um, Raphael Varane came back. He's a world-class uh, defender. What did you make of his contribution
3: today? He's, you know, he's, he's a great defender. And, and, um, Why? You bec- he's, he's quite quick. He's tall. He's um, uh, good uh, in uh, uh, yeah, take the right positions. And today, I think they worked very well those three together to right, to, to get the right positions. And that is also very important so that, the, that that they work together. So no. No one is uh, yeah, uh, falling out of the, of the line, but they worked very, very close together. And also his strong 1v1, I, I think he's more or less, um, yeah, you, you, you can't say, yeah, he, he has not very, very few legs. And finally,
0: um, the two fullbacks, Juan um, Basaka and Luke Shaw, what did you make of their, their contribution? Yeah. When
3: you saw Luke Shaw in the last game, I, I, I couldn't believe what I saw. Uh, and everything was wrong against uh, Liverpool. Today they have three centre backs inside of them, and you saw they were coming up uh, when uh, when uh, United was attacking um, and had a contribution there. But they were all much uh, more safe in the defensive play than they have been for a long time. So, now uh, well, today they, uh, of course, Tottenham was not, was not that strong side, they struggled, so it will uh, be a totally different. Uh, uh, History or Not a history, but a a different game when you meet teams like United, uh, United, uh, City, Chelsea and Liverpool. Because that's the top level. And if you look at the teams around Manchester United fighting for the fourth position at the moment, they are closer. But today they show that they are a much better team than uh, Tottenham. You think
0: Oli should continue? You think he's got the talent, you know him, to get out of this?
3: Yeah, I think he has done... uh, Many things right in Man um, uh, United, but of course the last uh, weeks or uh, this season it's uh, been a little bit. You know, I don't know what to say in English like uh, oh, a, a roller coaster. A roller coaster. What's yeah. Norwegian for roller coaster? Uh, it's um, uh, <laughs> Bergadalbarna.
0: Bergadalbarna.
3: <laughs> good, very good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you've never been asked that before, have you? What's Norwegian <laughs> for? Um, so yeah, it's been a difficult um, time. Um, um, but you know him well. You had a nice chat with him there. You're, you're confident in his ability to...
3: Yeah, I am. I am. But of course, uh, it's a difficult job. And, you know, uh, this season, there are three really, really good teams that Manchester United is going to fight against. I think the competition this year is much tougher than last year and the, the, the year before. Not... Uh, not compared with the number one team because Manchester City was excellent uh, during uh, uh, a long part of the season to uh, uh, last season and Liverpool the season before. They have been so high level on the, the teams that have won, and uh, this season you have got three. So uh, and yet was...
0: City lost today. In yeah, Liverpool yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, of course. And then see, Liverpool gave, gave away uh, a po- uh, two points. So uh, no, you have... but I think you have to take one game, and then. Uh, maximise for that game and get out of that game with a new three points that, that's what's better and then you have to look at the at at table at the end of the day
0: Thank you for your time
2: yeah. Thank Thank you.
0: You. Using the internet without Express VPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock You think your stuff is kept private but you never know who's going through well, whatever you keep in your suitcase why does everyone need a vpn well if you go online without a vpn internet service providers isps can see every single website you visit they can legally sell this information even without your consent to ad companies and tech giants who then use your data to target you why use expressvpn well you can browse more anonymously when you use expressvpn isps cannot see your online activity your identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server. Your data is also encrypted for maximum protection. It's really easy to use. It's the one I use, and I used a couple of different VPNs over the years. You just fire up the app and click on one button. It also works on all devices. For me, I've got it on my phone, on my iPad, and on my computer. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. I've used different VPNs, as I said. ExpressVPN is by far and away try for yourself. You can secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com forward slash united today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com forward slash united. If you do that, you can get an extra three months for absolutely nothing. That's expressvpn.com forward slash united. And if by magic I get from North London to uh, Bergamo over a few days, and there's a lot of united fans milling around it's a beautiful old town i've just bumped into rick he's not the former international manager but he's well worth speaking to um rick you've done people have been mentioning you quite a bit for the work that you've, you've been doing with the, with the tra um so you might have heard that on on the podcast and seen you go into matches for years and years i've only just arrived in Bergamo. what's it like here uh, so far
2: Bergamo's lovely. I think this uh, up, up top here in the old town. It's a beautiful place. Um, we've not had, seen any trouble. I think there was a little bit last night. I think one of the bars had some windows put through, but we stayed in Milan last night and then got the train up this morning. So everyone seems to be in good spirits. Um, everyone's behaving themselves and hopefully good result tonight um, sets them up to, to get through to the knockout stages in Europe. You've been
0: liaising strongly with the club. Can you tell us what the current state of affairs is? And the Red Army seems to be getting a lot of good feedback for, for the atmospheres. Anything in the, in the pipeline? Are things going okay?
2: Yeah, I think it's, um, this season I think the atmosphere has been really, really good and TRN, I think it's, you know, it's done what, what we always wanted it to do in terms of it started to spread to other areas of the ground, you know, especially sort of Leeds and Newcastle games in particular, um, we're, we're really good for that, you saw, the, you know, sort of the other side of the execs in the Stretford End were getting involved, which is good. I think you know the the aim now is to is to continue to grow it numbers wise, but doing it sort of in a steady way and making sure that you know people who are going in there are going in for the right reasons. They want to contribute to the atmosphere. They want to be part of it, um, and that's you know that's going well. I think we had about three thousand applications for city, um, which is you know which is a decent end in it. You know, it's like a like a bigger way end. So hopefully that will continue. Um, and yeah, I think the stuff with the club, um, you know, obviously. Um, you know all the stuff that you know the Joel Glazer said at the fans forum meeting which was back in June now I think you know it's now time for some of that to, to actually take place and happen they've, uh, you know the stuff of the fan advisory board is happening The um, I think they've got interviews for the co-chair position next week and then the appointees for the uh, other positions will happen pretty soon after that um, but hopefully that'll get set up and, and start and I think you know I've certainly been putting pressure on the club to get an update out to fans about the share scheme which you know I know they've been working with Must, and I know it's not a, a straightforward thing to launch a, a fan share scheme on the scale that hopefully they'll be doing it. But I think you know fans haven't heard anything, you know, from from both sides, um, and hopefully in the next you know few days there will be an update um, out to people because um, I think mean, that's important that people you know see that stuff's happening. Um, and, you know, I think they're also, um, at the last Fans Forum, um, which Joel has dialled into, he committed to giving an update on the um, redevelopment of Old Trafford and putting some timescales against that. Um, so, again, I think, you know, people need to need to hear that and see what it is. Um, so, you know, there's some encouraging signs, but until there's, you know, real, um, something really tangible, it's hard to, to know whether it's just words or whether, the, you know, the action will back it up as well. But um, we'll keep at them and uh, keep the pressure on um, and hopefully... Keep improving things for United fans. Well, the ones we spoke to certainly seem to think you
0: have. You can hear a song in the background. It's about Edinson Cavani. I'd love to see him playing here tonight. I'd be extremely surprised if if that happened. But I thought it was brilliant at Tottenham at that game. Did I see you holding up a flag in the away end?
2: Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the old banner that we had uh, when he uh, first got the job on an interim basis and. We uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was important Saturday to have a uh, sort of a, a visible show of support for the manager as well. I think the the abuse and the criticism that he he got over the last week was was way over the top and out of order i think absolutely he needs to show that he can be adaptable you know we've had a bad you know a bad run of results but i thought saturday was really good i thought you know he made absolutely the right call changing the formation you know some people saying it's negative but we didn't play negative you know it's it's not it's not so much how you set up it's the intent you have and i thought we created loads of chances didn't didn't concede a shot on target you know scored three goals away from home and you know i think I think it was really important that the nil five the against them wasn't his last game in charge. I don't think he deserved that. You know, whatever your thoughts on him, you don't want to see somebody go out after a result like that. And you know, if we get beat tonight, well beat by City, he may well go after that. You know, I don't think I don't think the Sottenham result gives him any great length of time. But I think it shows that the players are still on side with him. They're still working for him. I don't think he's lost the dressing room at all. And I think you know the the response that he had there was was encouraging. And you know. As daft as it is, if we beat City on uh, Saturday, which is a big if, I know we're level on points with them, aren't we? Which is, you know, daft for, for a team who were, you know, needing to sack our manager and hopeless So, yeah, we'll see where we get to.
0: Enjoy the game tonight. Cheers, mate. Take. I'm walking to the stadium now. Bergamo is a really beautiful city, and it rained a lot the day before the game. But now uh, it's really cool, dry. The trees are full of autumnal shades and. You could hear the bells ringing. As we get closer to the stadium, it's more police sirens. The Atalanta team bus just went past, and this may well be the United team coach. And I was walking alongside uh, two um, people wearing uh, scarves of um, Manchester United and and Atalanta, and uh, I asked them if they were uh, Atalanta fans, and you tell me you're not. Why are you here? I'm from Cristiano Ronaldo. Zoom! So you, you've come here, Where, you're Italian, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're from Milan. And you've come here to see Cristiano yeah, play? Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. Why? Why? Because he's Cristiano Ronaldo. You love him? Yeah. Uh, what do you like about him? I like the dribbling, the speed, the shoot. Oh, I love him. And you're from um, a great footballing city. Are you Inter or AC Milan? Inter Milan. So what happened when Ronaldo went to Juventus? I was a little bit angry, but now I'm happy because he's coming back to Manchester United. And ha- how did you get tickets for the game this evening from Atalanta official site? How much was the ticket? Uh, 55 euros. Okay. And are you here for the same reason? Yes. <laughs> Why do you Okay, just been sent in a
1: different
0: direction. So we were just held down by the police, I'm not sure why. If we were English, we were certainly stopped. Um, and the two people on with said, No, we're not English, we're just speaking English. So, <laughs> so w- why do you like uh, Cristiano? Uh...
3: I don't know.
0: You just like him a lot? <laughs> yes. To come to see him?
3: Yes, and watch all the Manchester United team, like yeah. Rush, Lingard. You like United? Yes, yes, yes.
0: You're from Milan? Yes. And, and which team do you support? Uh, AC Milan. So AC Milan, but you like Man United? Yes. Fantastic. When the two teams played in March, who did you want to win? Milan? Milan,
1: honestly. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> and can I have a prediction for the game tonight in uh... Bergamo? Who do you think will win? Mm, I think uh, Manchester United. And who do you think will win? Uh, Manchester United with a hat-trick by Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, that's optimism. Thank you for your time. I'm going to walk to the stadium. Today, small business owners are busier than ever and spending time searching for the right candidates can feel like it's getting in the way of growing your business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network with over 30 million people in the UK alone. You can focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified candidates. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritise who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires against the leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs can help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster and you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com forward slash united. Again, that's linkedin.com forward slash united to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. It's 10 to 1 in the morning and I'm walking away from Bergamo Stadium back into the centre of town. Uh, I was basically the last person to leave the ground. Uh, There's no taxis around, there's no public transport at this time. Seen one or two stragglers but even the last of the United fans left. uh, Even though United fans were kept in the ground for almost an hour after. I'm just walking over the leaves which have fallen from the trees and this quite beautiful city the old town high above the the main centre is stunning it's not a big place it's not a place which has a football team which is regularly in the European Cup or the Champions League but they're in a good run of form this club and sense that the city's behind them, redoing the ground. I liked the ground, it's, it's small, it's tight. I'm sick of going to these super stadiums where it takes you half an hour to walk round and this one tooks like five minutes. And then the game, Atalanta 2, Manchester United 2. Yeah, nice one mate. I think even more of you because you've got a loud exhaust. And Ronaldo saves United again. I don't think it was a good performance by United but the team showed character but individually uh, there were some really poor performances. Uh, Paul Pogba needed to do well. Not that he's going to be playing because he's suspended not until Villarreal at least but he was sloppy in the first half. He kept losing possession. Uh, Eric Bailly was the best of the defenders. Ah uh, spotted some other humans, that are in. Uh, they're in a kebab shop. They've got plenty United fans in a kebab shop, and um, I think that that one point is a good result because United stay top of the group with two more games, and if United can't be beating young boys at Old Trafford, they don't deserve to be getting out of this group. Uh, Villarreal away, I think, avoid defeat there. Uh, So it was a big, big, big point. We shouldn't really be celebrating getting a draw against Atalanta, but this is where United are at the moment. There were uh, lots of songs for Ronaldo, a few for Cavani. Lots of songs for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. There was uh, the red, white and black trickle laws in the United end I spotted a Uruguay flag there was another flag which said something like the rock starts right from the top so that was obviously a go at the Glazers and the United fans I will not say it was bouncing that end because it was a, it was open but they did a bit really good atmosphere same as it was in Burn. you sense when Manchester United comes to town that teams smaller teams but up put on the best performance even bigger teams on and off the pitch so we've got the derby at the weekend with or without Varane I just spoke to Oliver and Solskjaer after the game and he said Varane felt his hamstring so he wasn't certain whether he'd play or not Harry Maguire still looks really off it he's just not in good form at the moment and he wasn't tonight Against a good team, one which presses high, energetic. United knew that, their game plan allowed for that. Uh, they also needed more discipline than they had in the centre of the pitch. Uh, they started again with three at the back, shifted to four when Varane went off. That meant that in the second half, Aaron started getting forward a lot more. It's now one o'clock. Bergamo. I'm sure parts of the city are absolutely bouncing on them. Tuesday night in November but I have yet to find them yet. Uh, the Reds spoke to him. everyone was pretty unanimous that it was a beautiful place and match day was nice. The day before the match it was heavy rain but it's been a really nice sunny, cold day here and the end of this podcast we started walking up to White Hart Lane yeah it was White Hart Lane because it's still White Hart Lane isn't it the train station is White Hart Lane but it's actually called the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium until they get a sponsor and seeing Spurs fans going mad and booting Nuno and he got sacked and I'm sure there's some people listening to this who would like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to get sacked as well United have no intention of second him. Clearly he's got to get results, but that wasn't a bad one tonight in this city just north of Milan. So next podcast, well, let's see. I'm doing a night with Patrice Everett on Friday night at the Lowry Theatre in Salford. And tickets are on sale. And if you buy The option with a book you'll get a signed copy of his autobiography so i just i don't know just google patrice ever lowry something like that or go to the lowry's website and you'll uh will get a link for that so a decent point it's time for me to get my head down
3: good night and thank you for listening